Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio. Today's show is brought to you by Occupy Medical. Occupy Medical is a free street reach integrated health clinic in Eugene, Oregon. And we are a 501c3. You can reach us at occupy-medical.org. And get healthy now with Candice. Get healthy now with Candice. Connecting people with plants to transform lives. Check it out at candicehunter.com and... Keep a lookout on Facebook for when herbal consulting openings show up. When I've got them, I put a message out. <laughs> attention, attention. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, see, <laughs> just, just do Ace High Heat Graphics. Custom imprinted shirts, hats, aprons, pants, athletic pants, dough books, anything you can think of that What's you want to put book? in. Karate uniform, Taekwondo uniform. Taekwondo uniform. Anything you want to put something on your logo, a graphic, a saying, whatever it is, they can help you out at acehighheatgraphics.com. And we're going to also look at the Herbal Nerd Society. Herbal Nerd Society is an exclusive membership that is in conjunction with the Practical Herbalist and Real Herbalism Radio. And it is $4.99 a month. You pay for it in three months or one year. Uh... Packets, increments. increments, yes, and it gives you exclusive membership information and some of our a whole bunch of all of our old podcasts, like 115 of them, 115 of them at least, growing all the time. And we have a new article out that's just for herbal nerds. We also have the Let's Talk series, which is a short interview on specific topics every month for herbal nerds. And there's other all kinds of little surprises we like to kind of sprinkle across, like fairy dust. For our herbal nerds. Most of the newest content that we create for the Practical Herbalist is... Goes to the Herbal Nerd Society. It does. So, yes. All right. And then we have um, also we're brought to you by Sierra Lupe Consulting. Sierra Lupe Herbal Consulting is me, Sierra Lupe's um, consulting business. I am a certified clinical herbalist who started practice in 2006. I offer in-home or distance consultations, custom formulations, uh, holistic care in conjunction with existing diagnosis and medication. And the Journal of Functional Herbalism. The Journal of Functional Herbalism is a free online journal promoting the integration of traditional Western herbalism, clinical nutrition, and functional medicine. It's published by the Eclectic School of Herbal Medicine, and you can find the Journal of Functional Herbalism at functionalherbalism.com. <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> okay, here we go. Do you get enough fruits and veggies in your daily diet? Whether you're an herbalist, nutritionist, health-minded individual or not, chances are the answer is probably not. Even vegan herbalists can struggle to get enough veggies every day. Today we're talking with Jakob Levine, nutritional therapy practitioner, and nutritional health coach at Natural Grocers in Eugene, Oregon, about the best veggies to round out your daily diet. Now, here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. And welcome, Jakob. It's so good to have you back. Yeah, great to be here. You are yeah. one of our favorite guests. It's so yes. nice to have you just trot on in and sit down and spill out the wisdom. Always an honor to get to sit down with y'all. Oh, well, thank you. Nice. I'm excited to pick your brains about some new good veggies. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying uh, you want to specifically focus on greens. Tell me, first of all, why? Well, um, 
Well, they're they're good for you. Oh they, yes, that's your, what my mama your, said. Did your mom tell you that? <laughs> she did. Raise your hands if your mom told you to eat your veggies. Me. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, we had a lot of rules about veggies. Things yeah. like I remember potatoes didn't count as a vegetable. Like they were good to have, but they just didn't count as part of your vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know. And you know that that happens a lot in a lot of households uh, um, because we uh, we often will count French fries and home fries, yeah, and, uh, and fritters, potato fritters, or whatever, as uh, as one of our vegetables, one of our servings, and they're and they're not. Yeah. So there was a uh, surfing that was done by the by the uh, CDC uh, down in Atlanta, and they found that um, only nine percent of Americans eat. Uh, um, minimum amount of vegetables each day. And the minimum amount is just two servings. Which is, I think, painfully minimal. <laughs> so, you know, serving a vegetable would be like one carrot or yeah. a half a bell pepper. Or, a day. Uh, or I Yeah, or five so. broccoli florets. Or, uh, That's you know, just... So it's really pretty minimal amount of, uh, of vegetables. And, um, you know, again, they weren't counting... Uh, uh, French fries, so otherwise that probably would have brought that number higher. And potato you know, chips, they, probably no potato you know. chips. <laughs> they didn't count ketchup or or salsa, and uh, that other other famous vegetable. Uh-huh. And um, but they did count corn in this particular survey, which is yeah. A so so your your corn chips, tortilla chips, then counted. Uh, probably. I not wonder. The, I don't know. <laughs> they didn't say that in the survey. Probably not. Yeah. Probably, probably not. not. I'm guessing it was canned or fresh corn or frozen. Well, the corn and, is in so much of our diet in general if you're eating processed mm-hmm. foods. Yeah. And when we're looking at health, we look at um, at 7 to 12 servings a day as being what's healthy. Right. And, um, you know, for you know, our vegetables are our most nutrient-dense foods that we have. Yeah. You notice when you come into a, a, any, any supermarket, what do you see first when you come in the door? Produce section. Produce section, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about like, hmm, some of the groceries I walk into, the first thing you see is the wall of soda pop and um, potato chips or similar junk food that's like greeting you. You know, I haven't been to one of those kind of stores that, in a while. So. Yeah, that, that's the mainstream grocery store. But yeah. as soon as you get past that, you mm-hmm. get right into the produce. Well, in, in my store, vegetables is what you yes. see first. Yeah, you know. yeah well, your store is exceptional. So. Even the stores yeah. that I'm going to, like the Safeways and Albertsons, first thing is produce. They start mm-hmm. you there. Oh, you don't have to walk past. In, in my town, we walk past the wall of, especially in the summer, junk food and oh, soda like the, pop. Yeah, it's like called a pie? Uh, yeah, they're case like, stacks. Yeah, case the case stacks. Stack. Stack. Yeah, right in the middle oh. of the floor. I mean, it is mm-hmm. the first thing you see. I think he was talking to sections, though. Yeah. But yeah, the produce section is always the yeah. first one you walk through. Yeah. And, um, you know, and when we uh, when we look at, at, at health in general, you know, uh, whether we're an herbalist or a nutritionist, as we're looking at, uh, you know, we tell people, well, read the labels. But what if you didn't have to read the label? You know, I know. What if the label was just? Vegetable. What if there wasn't a label? There's no label there. You just know right. there's a lot of nutrients. Yeah. You can get out mm-hmm. a guide, uh, World's Healthiest Foods, or one of the other guides to you know, Nutrition Almanac, and tell you all the vitamins and nutrients that you're going to get, and you know how we benefit. Uh, we we benefit so much from our vegetables, uh, bone health, cell, cellular health, heart health. Mm-hmm. Uh, every aspect of our health is reliant on on getting those uh, vegetables in our diet. Yeah. Yeah, and all the inflammation. I mean, without mm. vegetables, it's very hard to conquer inflammation. Well, what are we eating kind. if we're not eating the vegetables? We're eating those chips, mm-hmm. all those all those fried foods that are fried with all those uh, inflammation uh, contributing um, 
omega-6 fats. Yeah. So we're eating all those. And when people come to see me and they say, well, what do I take for inflammation? I say, what are you eating that's causing that? Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's you first start. Yeah. What are the know? things that people usually first. say? Is it some of those high fats? Yeah. It's usually going to be, um, well, like, you know, it's hard to give up the chips. Mm-hmm. And and then there's salad dressings. There's so many hidden, uh, even even in a, even if they're all organic, yeah. you know, all the, the processed foods, the safflower, sunflower, canola oils. Those are all, yeah. all all those oils. When we were hunter gatherers before we had agriculture, we um, we had about a one to one ratio of omega six to omega three fats. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we didn't have inflammation. We didn't have heart disease. We didn't have cancer. Mm-hmm. We didn't have diabetes. Yeah. And now we have. Uh, with the standard American diet, which SAD is the uh, mm-hmm. acronym for that, um, we'll have maybe 40 to 1 omega-6 to omega-3. Oh, so we're wow. always losing right. that tug of war, that inflammation tug of war. Yeah. And we're always having to carry on a bottle of, of, of Advil or, or some other um, other other uh, pain reliever or something to, to uh, reduce that inflammation. Yeah, no, organic potato chip fried in organic avocado oil is still, is still fried in oil. And, you know, so fat. the avocado yeah. oil is going to be not not so high in omega-6, yeah. but it's going to be a trans fat by the time it's fried in that heat. Right. Yes. So it's going to contribute to inflammation yeah. that way. There are uh, There's one company that makes uh, chips, Jackson's Honest, and they take uh, chips uh, and uh, they, they do them on a very low temperature and they use yes. coconut oil. Oh. And they found that it contributes less to inflammation. There was a family yes. in, in Colorado that their son had a disease, a very rare disease. He was six or seven years old. His name was Jackson. Mm-hmm. And uh, he since passed. About six months ago, oh. he passed away. Mm-hmm. And so his mom found that he could very well tolerate, because he was very sensitive to anything that would contribute to inflammation, okay. he could tolerate these, uh, these chips that she would fry in their kitchen. And I think it was in Crested Butte. And uh, and her friends kept saying, you know, you got you to sell these. These are really nice. good. And they started a small company and and um, helped to support the healthcare for their son. And uh, nice. um, now have a, a great uh, option if we want to have because it's hard to go yeah. through life without having a chip chip and some salsa sure. once in a while. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So I know other people have said to me, well, fats are good. We we don't we don't have to worry about fats anymore. Fats are healthy. So you can eat all all the butter and all the olive oil and all the everything that you want because now we know it's good. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that that's true. We we don't have to be fat phobic, but we have to be discerning on what fats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I'm going to have butter, it's only going to be grass fed butter, mm-hmm. right? And if I'm going to have olive oil, it's going to be uh, you know cold pressed and organic, and I'm going to want to know where it's from because it's so much uh, uh, what we'd call uh, fake olive oil or faux olive oil. So you don't worry about the amount of uh, fats and oils that um, people get in their diet in ratio to some. I worry of the a lot things. more about the carbs. Yeah, I was going to say what I've yeah. read is the carbs and sugars yeah. are by far the more dangerous in our current diet. You know, mm-hmm. Our body um, really likes to use fat as a fuel, mm-hmm. and that's what happens. That's what's what makes the, the ketogenic diet so popular these days because people can eat fat. You know, fat tastes good when fat's added to mm-hmm. foods. It tastes good. It does, and. Uh, um, you know, we, we were given a lot of misinformation about uh, fats being dangerous and unhealthy. When I was, when I was a, a wee one, my dad had a, a series of heart attacks and, mm-hmm. um, they sent him home and couldn't work anymore. And, uh, they said, well, you better eat margarine. And so I yeah. grew up, I didn't have butter until I went off to college mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. I probably have some health issues because of that, some joint issues and other, other issues. Yeah. And, uh. So just being discerning about it, if we're eating uh, tropical fats, make sure that it's, it's harvested sustainably so that yeah. it, they're not destroying the rainforests. Um, just, you know, look at where it's coming from. 
you know, um, it should make sure it's organic. And you talked about the frying part of it. Yeah, frying damages. Yeah, frying, you know, fried eggs or, 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 you know, know, the protein get damaged as well. So, you know, so we have, uh, you know, to look at all of our foods. And and again, we're all different. So we're all going to be able to to, uh, thrive on different foods. You know, biochemical individuality we learn in nutrition and herb school. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we all might have a different amount of fat. Um, a lot of folks that have been on, uh, fat, had what we call fat phobia, non, non-fat diet. I remember doing that. They told us, Jane Brody from the, the New York oh, yeah. Times food editor said, don't have any fat and, and eat plenty of carbs. So we got sicker and fatter. Yeah. A lot, but then a lot of us had gall, gallbladder congestion. Mm-hmm. You know, what happens when the gallbladder doesn't get fat to trigger that the expulsion of the bile, we get biliary stasis, sort of, yeah, and stones up, form, and then we eat something fatty, well, better go squish, and ouch, doesn't yeah. feel good. We go to the doctor and say, well, you don't need that anyway. And, <laughs> really? uh, you know, so, uh, and you don't need your gallbladder so much to, to, to digest uh, um, tropical fats, but for butter and animal fats, mm-hmm. uh, vegetable oils, you really need uh, uh, the bile to pre-digest. Yeah, You're, um, and that, that's why it's exciting when we talk about you know vegetables. But to always bring beets into the picture. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, so, there's vegetables that can help hmm, counterbalance yeah. some of the inflammation. They yeah. help to like reduce that. Beets are well, well, beets, uh, beets, beets do a lot of things for us. And one of the one of the first things I learned about it was when I have I I had my my gallbladder saved. I was uh, oh, uh, living down in Los Angeles, just mo- newly moved there with my new uh, then then partner. And I uh, was having some gallbladder pain. Oh, and yeah. uh, a lot of my relatives that had their gallbladders taken out, didn't think anything of it. So I said to my, my mother-in-law, I said, I think I need to go to the hospital. I'm having a gallbladder attack. And uh, she said, well, let's go to see Dr. Julie first. He was a family chiropractor. Nice. Also happened yeah. to be a nutritionist and herbalist. Good. Good. And uh, so she started me on a concentrate, concentrated beet formula nice. with, hmm. some, with some lipase uh, fat digesting enzyme. And said, so take a few of these. It was a tablet, but yeah. take a few of these every uh, half hour and call me in the morning, so to speak. It was yeah. the beetroot or the it was beet green. Root. It was beetroot, beet and they were red. Uh huh. I bet they were. And um, and excuse me. So uh, so I, uh, I and that was 1984. Mm-hmm. And uh, fast forward to uh, to now, I still have my gallbladder and it's healthy. Nice. So I've been on a crusade nice. to save gallbladders because yeah. I, I just hear so often because we really need it. You know, yeah. we, you know, yeah, we, we, really we, we, we talk a lot about vitamins and, you know, vitamin D and vitamin, you know, all the fat soluble vitamins, for example, mm-hmm. vitamin D, A, E, and K. And if we don't have fat in our diet That's or if we have food. fat in our diet and can't digest it, yeah. we can't use those vitamins. Right. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's an important piece. It is. Yeah. So I know people that have ulcers. Also, are relying a lot on things like beets and to help them with just digestion in general. Well, we we, we often get uh, damage and uh, discomfort in our digestive system. For example, uh, acid reflux and uh, and different kinds of ulcers when we have low stomach acid. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, um, there's uh, um, um, you know when we when we don't have when we have stress when we have when we uh, we're in fight or flight mode all the time we're not producing the enzymes that we need and, and especially not producing the stomach acid. And then that uh, mixture of food that we've just chewed up at that wonderful meal we just had, um, it's just, it's, just uh, it's going to sit there. It's not a low enough pH to, to tell the, uh, the pyloric valve to, to open up and yeah. let it to go to the next level. So it just sits there and we eat some more on top of that. And, uh, 
So eating our, uh, um, when, we, when we stop and take time to eat our vegetables and chew them, that helps us to shift more into that rest and digest mode, mm-hmm. or the so-called parasympathetic mode. And then we get we, we, we don't have that digestive issue and we're able to digest our foods. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty important. Now, I see in front of me this little jar of red sparkly stuff, similar probably to the color of the things you was just talking about. Yeah, speaking of beets, yeah. And, and I have to say beets are my favorite foods. And, and one of the things that I have uh, my uh, folks that I work with nutritionally, um, I have them regularly have what I call Yako's beet condiment. Yako's beak is like yeah. beak ketchup, or, or love your gallbladder condiment. I call it as well. Nice. So it's uh, so it's a couple of cups of, of raw grated beets, yeah, uh, combined with the that. juice of a lemon and a couple of tablespoons of olive oil or olive oil and flax oil mixed. Nice. Add some uh, some whatever herbs you might like, dill for for flavor. Keep it in your fridge and have a spoonful of that you know with each of your meals. Excellent in that. A little bit of horseradish. Oh, definitely horseradish. Yes. Yeah, I might, I have Lithuanian roots, so yes, I have the beet pretty much every meal I have has some yes. horseradish. With it. That was always and, one of my uh, favorites. Yeah. So you know, so and so the the uh, you're you're having some fat there, mm-hmm. having some uh, some 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 uh, source of vitamin C, which is good for the uh, for your gallbladder. Yeah. And um, and so you're you're supporting that that flow. You're you're supporting that flow of the uh, of that bile out of your gallbladder, and. Uh, uh, now we talk about beets for other reasons. Uh, athletes, they were using. There were there were a lot of athletes that were loading up on beets over in Boston uh, yesterday for the marathon. Really? Oh, wow! They were lo- they were so what eating- are athletes what? looking for from beets? They're looking for the nitric oxide wow. that their body produces when they have uh, uh, vegetables rich in nitrates. I'm not talking about yes. bacon here, right? Which right. has yeah. synthetic uh, so, nitrates. Yeah. We're talking about na- uh, natural nitrates. That our body converts nitric oxide, which supports the flexibility of our uh, smooth Tendons. muscles and our arteries. Mm-hmm. Nice. And uh, if we have less resistance, we have better blood flow. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, uh, would yeah. you all like to try some? Uh, I, I have. Do. I have a. Uh, this is a uh, when you when you can't have your beet salad. This is another opportunity. This is a uh, a beet crystal product. Yeah, it looks crystallized. Like, it looks and like pop rocks. Which, kind which, of. which which you mix with water, but we're going to try a pop rock style today. I'm, okay. I'm excited. So we're going to give you each a uh, little cup of this. It's a little and, teeny Dixie cup, and, uh, which is sparkly red. And we're going to all try this together. Stuff. Here we go. And oops, uh, seriously, <laughs> Patrick, you just like spilled it. <laughs> you need some more. Oh, that's funny. She poured it on him. It was pretty I funny. I saw that. Yeah. That's a nice color. So it has a you know it has a sparkly color, and this is uh, this, this uh, you know when we um, talks about when we talk about vegetables and talk about beets and greens, if we're not having all of the vegetables that we need each day, sometimes the, uh, the products like we have in the store can help you to uh, fill in mm-hmm. the gaps. Yes, yeah, I admit that I've got products I use to fill in the gaps because as much as I try to get my vegetables, so in we're going to try day, these all together. Doesn't happen. <clears throat> okay, cheers. 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 Mm, that's <laughs> awesome. Why is it so, it's, why is it so sweet? Mm. Oh my God, that's awesome! I, I love never, it. I, I didn't think it would be. It's like candy. It's like candy. I um, I do this. I do this. I do this periodically with my staff at the store, and and folks that just 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 totally hate beets say, "Well, this is amazing." This is mm. it's by I mean, these are the kind of beets I could get into, Candace. 
Okay, that's I'll, because I'll make of sure. candy. Is <laughs> red? They are delicious. Salus, salus, S A L U S. Red beet. That's just what it's called. Soluble yeah. crystals. And they're organic. So it gives and, like this sort of well, almost like a pop rock sort of right. experience. Almost. You know? mm-hmm. and, and tasty. Uh, and you know, for you know, if you know. For, for our listeners, uh, I imagine there are a few folks out there that beets are not your favorite food. Um, I am one of them. So it just says it's just organic red beet crystals, right. citric mm-hmm. acid. That's what. It's that's two, all it two, says. Two percent. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. This is you just gave us some and, candy. Yeah. Well, beets are really. I mean, Patrick laughs at me, but I find beets to be naturally really, really sweet. Well, we all laugh at you, Candace, but it, I don't know laugh whether I'm even. You don't even wait for me to turn my back. No, no, no. I want the reaction. No, this is what is going on here. All right, it's really tasty. I'm just still freaking out about Thank this. You. So it's always a fun experience to do that and to see people's <laughs> look on their face and like, wow, oh, this tastes God. good. Well, you know, there's a component in. Um, in beets that, in, in many most species of beets that we eat uh, for our, our table beets, um, called geosmin. That kind of How do you spell that? Kind of, uh, it's a G-O-S-M-A-N. It kind of tastes like dirt. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot and, of people uh, describe it as and, dirt. And, and it's actually that, you know when it hasn't rained for a while and all of a sudden it rains and that smell that's out in the air? Mm-hmm. That's the geosmin that comes out of the soil. Oh, yeah. that's why I've heard and, that. Uh, mm-hmm. So some people yeah. are more sensitive to geosmin than others. So that's so the people that don't like beets typically are the ones that are sensitive, that taste yeah. that, taste sensitive. That's not, a, not yeah. that it's a health issue for them. Right, and, yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of those flavors yeah. I really enjoy. Yeah. So it's and, like, that's a positive, you know? <laughs> And, well, you know, and for some people, it's a, it can be a stumbling block. So for, for folks that are looking for cardiovascular health, um, that are looking for healthy blood, blood, blood pressure levels, yeah. then um, the, uh, the helping that higher amount of nitric oxide in your, in your diet will help you to, um, to have less resistance in your arteries so that you have easier blood flow. Easier blood flow to your extremities. There's other reasons people um, take little mm-hmm. pills that are blue-colored for more blood flow to, to an extremity. Yeah. And um, this is another way that you can support that as well. So what yeah. is the primary thing that has in it that is in, in these crystals? Well, there's betalins and there's different things that are in the beets that, that help our and the, but, it's a, but it's basically the nitrates. I'm, guessing, I'm betting the it's antioxidants the in there are probably really helpful too for, oh, definitely. for definitely. reducing inflammation definitely. and thus improving circulation. Well, there, the uh, the the um, nutrients, the, the the plant nutrients, phytonutrients that are in, in beets and other vegetables are very protective of our cells. Yeah, yeah. So That's does really this important. company have a whole line of crystallized vegetables? Uh, no, no. Darn it's it. just, just It's just... Uh, <laughs> they're just trying to get... They're just trying to bring the humble beets but, into right? the mainstream. You know, but we have uh, we have chlorella powder. We have... Uh, there's Different companies make different products, but there's there's chlorella powder, different kind of algae powders, chlorella and spirulina. And these are foods that have complete proteins, so they're they're great for vegan, vegan or vegetarian diets. Um, so I've heard people talk about algae powder. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, it doesn't sound very attractive. It sounds like it would taste like icky. <laughs> it, it, what does algae it, powder actually taste like? It tastes uh, well. It depends on what you have. Right? There is uh, um, one of my favorites is a product called Vitamineral Green. So it has algae, but it has grasses as well. It has some grasses and, and moringa and other grasses beside besides the algae. So it kind of softens that flavor. Otherwise, it tastes like something you'd you'd get out of your fish tank. <laughs> right. Or, or, yeah. Or, and uh, 
So it's uh, it's not can sometimes be not the most pleasant thing to taste. But you know, um, one of the ways I'm doing next uh, uh, next week in the in the, in the store, I'm going to be doing a smoothie class. Oh, fine. And so one of the great ways that we can add these uh, algaes that are very high in micronutrients, the beets, is uh, is in smoothies. And I, I have one every morning that has has a lot of vegetables in it, but I'll also add some of these extra extra concentrated powders just to get a little bit yeah. more nutrient density. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's an excellent idea. So what are some of the other greens that you recommend for, besides beets, of course, because that's your favorite? Well, beet greens. Beet just greens. Beet, beet greens, greens have even more nutrients yes. than the beets, a lot of the same nutrients. Yeah. Um, so uh, I know uh, Sue, Sue's favorite, collards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorites. And uh, we, uh, we say jokingly, and uh, which is my, you know, as a, as a former New Yorker, it's, it's my, my favorite food, but, but I, I cook it very uh, lightly and, uh, and use it either uh, just blanched as a uh, burrito wrap or, uh, gosh, just a bowl of collards is, you know, and I'm in heaven. Well, and like I know that I'm getting them. a lot of nutrients. I'm getting fiber and I'm getting uh, some of the fibers will help also be pro- prebiotics to help feed our mm-hmm. bacteria, just help us. Uh, and, you know, when we sit down to a meal and we have a bunch of vegetables and uh, we have to stop, we have to chew it, and, you know, we have to do a little bit of work. And uh, it helps us to... Uh, our body can really get the nutrients out of those foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kale has been very popular. Kale's yeah, kale's, kale's a superstar. Yeah, mm-hmm. kale. You know, for people that want to have chips, that don't want to have maybe potato chips because they're not healthy, you can have kale chips. Yeah, and they're you really can make them in your oven to, really quick. Yeah, they're super mm-hmm. easy yeah. to make. Yeah, yeah and, very uh, quick. Yeah. I my first batch, I tried making. And I overcooked them. Yeah, you got to watch them, yeah. don't you? Yeah, I yeah. didn't realize. It's like, yeah. you know, y'all let me know when it's time. Yeah. Oh, it's time. <laughs> and it was over time, I'm sorry to say. That's the bad smells, yeah. yeah. We, ha- we have a, de- a demonstration kitchen in our store and where we teach cooking classes. And so I was doing a class. One of the first classes I was teaching uh, was making kale chips. <laughs> and I, had never- I hadn't had a lot of experience with this type of uh, convection oven. Oh, yeah, they cook differently. It cooked a lot differently. And it was for about four or five months I would have, uh, I had kale dust. And, and <laughs> oh. I could never get all of it out of the oven. <laughs> Put the fan yes. on and they all spread around in there. And uh, so every so often I'll look at the floor and say, well, I just swept that floor, but there's more kale dust at the bottom of that. Oh, man. Then, uh, you know, months later. So uh, oh, I haven't done that again. But uh, Someone told me a few weeks ago that chard and beets are pretty much the same thing. Except that char doesn't have the bulbous root to it. Hmm. Well, they're they related an, to each other. Do they have an awful lot of the same? They're, they have a lot of the same value. nutrients um, and um, the nitrates as well. Yeah. And um, I'm not 100 sure if they're in the same family or not, but they're uh, they're related. They're uh, neither of them are in part of the cruciferous uh, family vegetables. The person I was talking to said that chard. I think if I remember right, they said. Beets were like the parent and chard was the hybrid or the hybridization eventually yes. showed up. Yeah. yeah. And also related to mustard greens. There's a whole bunch of things that are related to that. And I like, family. I like chard about as much as Sue likes um, collards. Oh, really? Oh, really? I like one of, chard. It's one of mine that's love... not my favorite. See, that's what happens. Yeah. You know. But do you like beet greens then? I love beet greens. I had some in my smoothie this morning. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, beet greens are totally a different thing. You know, They have a little more texture to them they and do. Uh, yeah. they, they don't get that sliminess that uh, that i that i experience i can't oh, say that i've thing. noticed a sliminess with chard but that's not to say it isn't there yeah. i don't no, typically I, have it i like, love chard yeah. 
Yeah. I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on this. But yeah. we always we always cook it. I think we're gonna have a food fight here. Fresh, yeah. fresh in your salad's good. Yeah. Well, I like all of them, so you know. One of my favorite I, spring. I love the stems. I, I yeah. chop up the stems and saute so them. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. One of my favorite pretty. spring things is a whole beet salad where you take the entire beet out of the ground, clean up the whole thing, use the mm-hmm. tops for your salad leaves. And, and then, then grate the, the Yeah, I'll either root. grate the root in or sometimes I'll cut up the root and put it in or caramelize it just lightly in a frying pan. Mm-hmm. So that, that will that takes off that because the, the what did you call that? Geo Jasmine. 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 It helps take the edge Jasmine. off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it sounds wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I will eat short. I'll eat any vegetable put in front of me, yeah. but uh, but you're not going to mostly choose it. You know, like but oh boy, you can hardly. It's not, it's not one I'm going to be excited about. Um, so are you planting chard this year? No, not so much though. But yeah. collards. I've always. Always. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I've, I had some on the porch all through winter. So how is it, what are some suggestions you have for, because it would, I get bored with the grocery store's offerings, not your grocer necessarily, but my local ones, because it's, you know, we've got like three kinds of lettuce. I brought you some nettle. Then there's kale and chard and collards, and then that's it. That's like what we've got for greens. So it's like, you know, a small amount of, the grocery store doesn't, the grocery, the local grocery chain groceries we've got here in our little town don't have a lot of variety well you know if you don't have variety or or say you have favorites you can mm-hmm. try to make uh different sauces that you can use mm-hmm. uh, uh well you talked about this wheatgrass what's i mean uh, that is that the stuff that i see occasionally at the really nicer grocery stores that have actual organics where that looks like something that you would give to your cat yeah yeah the cat <laughs> the, the kitty grass <laughs> yeah the wheatgrass and you and that's designed to be uh, juiced Oh, okay. To get the benefit of that. And, uh, you know, so what they do with the wheatgrass powder that you might get um, in, a, in a package like the, yeah, like the beets are, they would be uh, juiced and then dried. Okay. So what do you do with that then? Yeah, Can you just, like, do the cinnamon challenge with wheatgrass, stick that in your mouth? What do you do with um, that? What are you supposed to do with it? The uh, the, the grass that's... Well, the you, wheatgrass. Wheatgrass yeah. or wheatgrass powder. You, you uh, The wheatgrass powder, you put it with um, and you add it to your smoothie or yeah, add it to water or juice. What does that taste mm. like? It tastes green. Tastes very green. And you know, some, <laughs> some juice bars will have wheatgrass shots oh, where you can go. Interesting. And, okay. Uh, so it it's uh, it's very concentrated. Chlorophyll, uh, the, you know, the green part there is is, is, is high in chlorophyll, and chlorophyll is, uh, you know, that's where the magnesium is in the plants. Oh. That core, the, 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 the core of that, um, and the hemoglobin, which is. Uh, how we get oxygen in our blood all, all throughout our body is uh, is the same molecule as uh, as that chlorophyll, except instead of the magnesium, there's iron in, in the middle. Interesting. Um, so, uh, yeah. but the same. So uh, that's where we we get the idea that well, this these uh, the chlorophyll that's in the plants are going to help us to uh, to get um, our uh, nutrients and oxygen all throughout our body. Right. So if you're somebody who's needing to take magnesium off and on. High blood pressure or something. High blood pressure. Yeah. Or just, I mean, when you get middle age, as I have hit, <laughs> you may occasionally find yourself trying to sleep and you're starting to notice like cramps, like in your leg or, or just a twitchy, a twitchy eye muscle uh-huh. or you have a twitchy eye mm-hmm. or sometimes yeah. at this, you know, at any age, actually, a lack of magnesium is causes constipation, you know, if you're not getting enough in your diet. Mm, so right. it sounds like wheatgrass. Or, or, or chocolate be, cravings. As well. or cho- yeah, and that's yeah. another one. Yeah. Because I ask often, and 
coaching sessions that you crave chocolate and you go like, duh. And you know, and that's like, uh, yeah. that's one an, an indication because chocolate's a, a great source of magnesium Dark as well. Chocolate. So that's when you would so one you know, of the if reasons. we have magnesium, you know, yeah. we we focus a lot in our society on calcium. You know, yes. everybody's yeah. gonna have calcium. Build your bones strong, and mm-hmm. and uh, and we really need to focus more on the magnesium. So if we're having that seven to twelve servings of uh, nutrient dense, uh, um, organic or homegrown organic style vegetables, then we're going to get more magnesium. We might. It might get enough. So I had someone recently ask me if it matters the type of magnesium that you take. I mean, it seems to me that if you could get a lot of like wheatgrass, for instance, into your body, that's going to be the best choice. But if you're taking supplements, there's like there's a bunch of different like calcium carbonate and citrate and all the different ones. And we've probably all read articles saying one or the other is the best and that sort of thing. Is what is what? Can you demystify yeah. that a little, especially yeah. around magnesium? That's a great question. A question I get, I get a lot. Imagine. Because yeah. um, uh, it really is, uh, people will get into the magnesium section and go like, oh my gosh, uh-huh. I don't know which one to, which <laughs> yeah. one to take. And uh, so there's some magnesiums that, that uh, besides the magnesium that comes the way nature intended it in the foods, that will just be mag- just magnesium oxide, basically, mm-hmm. just magnesium. And... Uh, and it'll it'll absorb the way it does, but depending on what else you have in your diet. But uh, the magnesium that you would take as a supplement, they're going to eat. They're going to absorb into your system differently depending on how they're they're uh, processed. So, for example, magnesium oxide or citrate will go. It'll be like a quick kind. So, if somebody comes to me and says, "You know, I have a little bit of uh, uh, sluggish bowels. I need a little bit of support. Okay. And you, need one you know, citrate. I don't want to get dependent on." Uh, laxative, uh, herbal laxative, which can help. Uh, and um, I, 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 I think I get enough fiber, which usually they don't. But yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so usually, so a magnesium, that would be a quick releasing magnesium, like magnesium citrate would be a good choice. For people, for, for most everybody else, <laughs> a great option is to have that magnesium go into your system slower. Mm-hmm. So that you have magnesium, first of all, all night. So when you wake up in the morning and you do that first stretch, you don't get that cramp in your leg. Yeah. And uh, and the uh, there's there's a number of formulas where they combine the amino acid glycine okay. with um, with magnesium so that it goes into your system slower. So yeah, it's, I think uh, uh, those magnesium are t- glycinate it would be called. And they're and, sometimes called time release formulas. And, I think I've uh, seen that. Yeah, and time release, I, um, I don't. Uh, it it kind of gives you that I that effect without it being, uh, um, you know, a compacted tablet that makes it time release. And uh, in, in the case, uh, so situations some people have, they're sensitive to, to magnesium, they'll take a magnesium supplement and they'll be have to sit and, you know, sit in the restroom for the rest of the day. And mm-hmm. some people have the opposite issue when they take an, an iron supplement. Oh, yeah. And, yes. uh, mm-hmm. So yeah. both of those minerals are combined uh, um, with, uh, again, the amino acid glycine, and glycine is uh, a relaxing um, amino acid. Uh, it supports uh, relaxation and sleep, so it's nice. a good good one for for nighttime or for just being, you know, relaxed. Um, yeah. Well, probably, the day. yeah, probably, especially if muscle cramping or twitching is one of the symptoms you're dealing with at any time of day. Yeah, and uh, yeah. so it does support your uh, you know muscle health and muscle balance and your relaxation. Uh, um, and uh, 
you know, in the old days when we were, when we had the stock pot on the stove and we were having bone broth with every meal, yeah. we were getting a lot of glycine yeah. from, from the, uh, from the, from the uh, gelatin and collagen. Yeah. And then we would be having magnesium rich, uh, uh, vegetables yeah. in that pot with that, uh, with, with that stock. And we didn't, we didn't need to go to the, the supplement store to get the uh, more more of those nutrients, but we're not doing that no, these we're days. Not. We're not, and I've heard many many different sources say that the soils that we're using in farming and producing our vegetables don't have the same nutrient density either. So even if we did do exactly what our grandmothers and great grandmothers did, we wouldn't get the same nutritional profile. Yeah, and, and as you might have heard me say in the past, uh, you know, we always talk about we are what we eat. Yeah, but we need to we need to think about we are what we eat eats. Yes, and I think it was Michael Pollan who coined that that phrase. So if the yeah. soil is fed, um, then those vegetables and those fruits are going to have more nutrients in it. Yeah, if you know if the cows get to eat grass, then the milk's going to have CLA and other nutrients we need in the cheeses or even the ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Well, thank you very much for being here and sharing with us about this important topic: eat your greens. Eat your greens. Eat your beets and the rest of your veggies. Yeah. How could people get a hold of you? Well, I'm at Natural Grocers uh, in Eugene, so you can go to our website, naturalgrocers.com/eugene. Uh, our uh, phone number for our store, yes, we do use old-fashioned phones, uh, 541-345-3300. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you all. Thank you. And as always, put, put an herb on it. The statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration, FDA. They're not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication. Or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem, any testimonials, questions or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.